Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And I'm Mike, who was just fucking rolling with it, even though we didn't do the opening. Yeah, you just started talking about your top. Well, we had a top graphical map. Talking about my butthole. Yeah. Tonight we've got Brandon on the show. Hello, Brandon. Hello. I'm here. I moved. Yes. Yes, I moved. And my backdrop, as we discussed, it's actually fake, but real. Ah, it's fake, but real. I don't know if I understand how that works. Yeah. It's like a fake backdrop. It's actually real. It's so real. It looks fake. Oh, well, yeah, it does look fake because it looks like it looks like you're in front of green screen right now. Which it does no one, really. No one. Well, I guess we are recording video, so we could do a video version of this podcast if we want. We're not going to. We'll just no. release the screen. Yeah, I got nothing interesting going on, so please don't. Yeah, you're not wearing your fancy clothes tonight. I got an anthrax shirt on. I mean, that's about as close as you're gonna. Not my new one, but my, uh, you know, the one that I got for their 40th anniversary. Oh, okay. That's not the new one. It's not the new one. No, I got a new one uh, back in August. That so, uh, does Anthrax still put out new material? Are they still putting out new albums? Yeah, they're working on one right now as we speak. As far as I know. Okay, I was just mm-hmm. wondering. Yeah. I don't keep yeah. up with them. Well, they don't keep up with me, unfortunately. So yeah. it's like what I what I read is what I know. I know that that Charlie, the drummer, is currently playing with the. Um, how do I put this? Not reunion because that's not the right one. The celebration of Pantera tour. The celebration of Pantera. Yeah, I guess because yeah, yeah, they're touring right now. It's Rex and Phil from Pantera with with Zach Wild and Charlie Benante from uh from Anthrax. And no, they they literally were calling it like the reunion tour, and everybody's like, you can't call it a fucking reunion. If like the two founding members of the band are gone. Yeah. Like they're dead. They're not just not there. They are literally incapable of being there. Right. And uh, so they they've been calling it a celebration of of the lives of uh, of Dime and um, and Vinny. But I I don't know. I guess they're just calling it Pantera. Some have called it Pantera, too. I've seen many different iterations of it. uh, Pantera to keep on boogieing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the electric boogaloo. Uh, electric boogaloo. And Sarah too. And I've heard it. Yeah. And um, yeah. I gotta say that I've been a fan of Ozzy. I know you're not a fan of Ozzy, Tom. Nope, I mean, you know, all. yeah. Not even a little bit. Um, but Zach Wilde is a pretty, pretty good guitarist, pretty amazing yes. guitarist, yeah. I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. but it, there's a certain like Black Label Society, his band. Uh, I think a lot of their shit sounds exactly the same to me. Like it doesn't really like, I don't know, like you can tell when Zach Wilde's playing guitar and to me, the Pantera stuff, it doesn't feel like he really is trying to play it. Like, like dime would, it feels more like he's playing it. Like Zach Wilde would play dimes music. Okay. And like Charlie on the drums is actually playing shit like note for note for the way that Vinnie Paul played it. So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of weird to me. It's like black Sabbath or black, black Sabbath, black label society extended. Hmm. It's just, just very strange. I don't, I don't know that I would, uh, I don't know that I'd be interested in seeing it. I was on Spotify. Uh, You know how they do the wrap up on Spotify. Um, Yeah. Every year. And yeah. Did you see my wrap up? I put it on Twitter. 
I didn't see like it, some no. obscene number of hours I spent listening to Anthrax this year. <laughs> yeah, mine was all Deftones and like uh, like seventeen thousand hours. I'm like, is there even seventeen thousand hours in a year? Yeah. <laughs> well, you do spend all your whole night sleeping through the music, right? Like, isn't that most like of the time? Yeah, I have it on when I'm sleeping. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah, I I have to have some kind of ambient noise going on, or I won't be able to sleep. I yeah. set a timer. I, I, I put on uh, like healing sounds, like it's like solfeggio tones. Eight hundred and thirty-four kilohertz or whatever yeah. it is. Those know. are the solfeggio tones. Yeah, I know a lot about that shit. Actually, I used to listen to like on YouTube. I'd put like a YouTube video on that was like so many hours long, not thinking there's going to be ads in it, and I would suddenly be snapped awake by a my pillow ad or something like that. It would scare the living shit out of me after I had just fallen asleep. Yeah. And that's I was why, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's why I patronize certain podcasts so I can get access to the RSS feed that doesn't have the ads. Because <laughs> there's this one now, there's this one podcast I like to listen to when I'm really hard up for sleep. It's called Sleep With Me. And um oh, jokes aside, it's actually a very, very good <laughs> at boring the shit out of you because the guy is just super dull in his approach and he's like gonna talk to you about a shopping list or whatever but he does it in such a way that it keeps you entertained without really engaging you and you end up falling asleep and you know i'm like a purist like i don't want the commercials because if i'm listening to it at all and it goes into a commercial break i'm like ah yeah this was recorded on a different day like my brain just some somehow does that because ah yeah, I recognize this from the last episode. Yeah, you record this in batch and then put it in all the episodes. You fuckers, you lazy fucks. Hmm. Well, they don't do that in the Patreon episodes, so I pay him a buck, whatever you know, a month, and and I get the the art the commercial free feed. And My problem with something like that is if I'm not playing something that's redundant that I've heard a billion times or something like even the slightest little bit of interest to me will cause me to be like. Yeah, I don't think I can go to sleep yet. Yeah, I like actually, even if they were talking about like paint drying, I'd be like, I think I need to hear this. Maybe there's something about paint drying I don't know. There, it's funny you should mention that because there's certain episodes I refuse to listen to because he does narratives for some stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got some stories that he has ongoing that he makes up, and then he has like episodes where he'll talk about an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation, and it's like I'll be like, oh, I can't listen to that because I've seen that episode. And I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then the part where Wesley steps into the fire flower bed and gets arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm listening to this stupid thing because it's not yeah. something you want to listen to for interest because there's way better people doing that topic, whatever the topic is. But his 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 like he'll take like a fear. Um, what do they call that? The the fearless flyer. From um, Trader Joe's. And he'll just read the specials to you. Like today hmm. we have, oh, look at that. There's avocado fig newtons. You know? <laughs> Which, That's why I can't listen to Joe Para talks with you to go to sleep. I know a lot of people do because Joe Para has a voice that will just man. blow you off into unconsciousness. But he always talks about something that's at least reasonably interesting. I'd like to, to the extent that, that I'm was, like, God damn it. I'd like that, to think no, that that's what I was going to bring up is like, it, I'm putting on music 
to go to sleep and then i don't want to hear someone talking <laughs> i'm trying to go to sleep i don't want to like i yes yeah, if if yeah. Well, if someone's can... talking beside you and you want to have a conversation you're like shut up i'm trying to sleep so why do they think hey listen to this while you're going to sleep i'm going to talk <laughs> the entire time what is that manifest well, you know. your goals manifest remember yes. the words and what they mean picture your truest i wish you could learn a language in your sleep like they've joked about in many a cartoon and tv sitcom and stuff because i wish you could learn in your sleep period and yeah i would i'd be fucking like you know speaking every language yeah yeah i don't sleep well to begin with might as well use the sleep and i do sleep a lot but i don't sleep well but use that sleep constructively that would be great just wake up and you understand like differential differentials and calculus and shit and you're like cool i can do like i'd be satisfied if i could just listen to something that would stop me from going to use the bathrooms in my dreams that would be good enough for me well see (laughs) that's how how do you engineer that you need to i have no idea that's what i'm saying because the only way to address that is to not address it because the if you make a show like if you make a thing called like hey you know you don't have to go to the bathroom or someone's like you're fine. Your bladder is not full. You do not have to go to the bathroom. The whole time you're fixated on your bladder. So you're going to be like, after about three minutes, you'll be like, well, what if my bladder is full? I better go. I'm sure that there's a condition out there somewhere where you shit in your sleep. And I would, that would be fucking horrible. Could you imagine waking up and there's like shit everywhere? Uh, you're like, oh God, so, I did it again. Well, I mean, like, no. I've had dreams where I've pissed myself and I've woken up and there's a little spot on my underwear. Yeah. But in my dream, had, it was like my whole yeah. balls were soaked and I was like, this sucks. Yeah, but a, a, a spot of shit, I think we can all agree, is infinitely worse than a spot of urine. Like a spot of shit can get smeared around and can become a much bigger problem. Yeah, you don't want to be sitting there and be like, yeah, I'm going to trust this fart. Like, yeah. Never trust a fart after dark. And uh, what, were you, what were you saying, Brandon? We've been walking all saying, over I, you. Yeah, I know. What the hell, man? Because you're hard to hear. a fake background? Do you think I'm fake? Is that what's going on here? Hmm? Yeah. Oh. If I saw some movement behind you, I'd be convinced it was real. <laughs> I don't think you will. Like, it's pretty high up. It's on, like the fifth floor. Oh, so what I'm seeing is a reflection in the... I thought you were sitting in front of like a partition in between rooms or something. No, these are windows. Uh, these are all windows. And then I don't know. As Brandon explains to me what windows are for the first time. <laughs> there's a reflection of the light inside. And uh, there may be, there's also a bunch of other apartments with lights. So all you're going to see is kind of lights and reflections of lights. Hmm. So. It's kind of like space, like also. It's like black and there's just white frames. Looks like a spaceship, kind of. I'm in nice. uh, actually outer space. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. It would so it would make sense to me that given the history of the building that they would make it something space like for no fucking reason. The history of the building. Yeah. The history of the building. You you told us that that area was built up for the Olympics, correct? What's that have yeah. to do with space travel? 
I'm just saying, like, they do weird shit when they build things for Olympic villages and stuff. That's all that I meant. I'm like, it, it's always like some strange <laughs> architecture. That's all I was saying. Really? That's it? Yeah, that was it. I didn't, I didn't know this. I'm very fascinated. Do you have any more information? <laughs> uh, no. I would like to know more, Click. I would like to know more. Like Please know more, fill me like. in. I mean, you know, think about, though, like, like, Olympics since then, they've had ones that didn't have functioning bathrooms. They've had ones where there was like three toilets in one bathroom and there was no divider between any of them. And it was like a double occupancy room and weird shit's going on. So it's just a very like, I don't know, I guess they must contract out to the lowest bidder on stuff. And that's what you get. Yeah, probably. I'm not saying yours is like that. I'm saying that in other countries, it seems to be the issue. I don't know. You're just making it sound like the World's Fair where like people are building spaceship houses because the World's Fair is in town that year. But there you go. It, are you saying that that happens with the Olympics? Because I'd be fascinated. Yep. Just like in it. the interest of not continuing this conversation much longer. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, wow. We put Mike on the spot and he's like, back up, back up, back up. You well, open this can. You know, you know, every now and again, I'll bring something up that I don't have any fucking idea about. <sighs> and 99% of the time I can get away with it because I don't need to provide facts because you guys don't call me out on it. But then that one time you do, I got nothing. <laughs> and that's exactly where I'm sitting at right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys want to talk about urethral sounding by any chance? Cause that I know something about. Not from actual sounding? practice. No, oh, just from obsessive study. Yes. You're prepping yourself. It's a fantasy. It's cool. Well, one day maybe I'll maybe I'll finally get the nerve to to do something. My, you know what it actually is. I my brother and I were talking about the podcast this week, and I told him I was going to bring this up, and he was like, "Please don't." So I had to. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's literally why I brought that up. Okay. Mm, wow. Good to know. Interesting. Yeah. So so wow. you basically speaking did that to spite your brother. I did. Okay. I had to let him know that I listen. Oh. It's good. To I know hear you. Brother. You know what else he said that 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 kind of like for most people might have stung, but for me, I laughed my ass off. What was that? We were at a uh, we were at a uh, a bar the other day, and he said something to the effect of, or maybe I said I don't remember who said it that I look kind of like a roadie, and he says, "Yeah, you look like a roadie for meatloaf, not the guy, <laughs> the food." <laughs> <laughs> I fucking dude, I laughed so hard I had tears in my eyes. <laughs> I was like, that was probably one of the funniest things I've I've heard you bust my ass for. Tell me I look like a roadie for the food, not for the guy for the food. Uh, isn't a food roadie essentially like a was that like a, a caterer? Right? That's a chef. <laughs> I just assumed that he meant that I ate a lot of meatloaf. That's what it felt like to me, which was which was funny because I, I do love meatloaf. <laughs> That's the food, not the, the, not the music on the food but I won't eat me. Yeah, I was never a big fan of Meatloaf the musician. I guess you know if he was on the radio, I wouldn't turn him off like necessarily, but I wouldn't seek out his music. He was okay. He had a couple of good songs, but Meatloaf the food, like, I will seek out though. I won't unless it's made with uh, ground turkey. I don't like ground beef in my meatloaf. Well, you're wrong, but it's okay. I would do anything for meat. 
And I probably will do that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I will do that. <laughs> he was actually talking about participating in sexual relations with meat. <laughs> I don't know. In that's, fact. that's disturbing. <laughs> no, he was not. He was not at all. Not true. Interesting uh, side uh, note. Interesting side note. Scott it's... Ian from Anthrax is married to Meatloaf's daughter, Pearl. Pearl wow. Loaf. Really? So yeah. it's all interconnected. Mm-hmm. So I have... that's she's Pearl Loaf. Is that her last name? Well, that brings it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that Loaf is their last name. <laughs> <laughs> no, isn't his real name like Robert? A day. Something. It's, it's a day. It's his last name. I don't know what his first name was, but I think it's it was Robert. I don't know. Meat. Meat a day. It was actually a, a way of life. Yeah. Pearl a day. Meat a day. Brings the dog. Eat a meat. a piece of meat a day. Yeah. Yeah. His wife Apple. <laughs> a piece of meat a day does not keep the doctor away. Check your cholesterol, please. He actually died from COVID. Yeah. Because he, he was did. a COVID denier. He was. Oh wow. Denier, yeah. yeah. And then it got him. And then he was like, um, well, and then he died. Yeah. I guess it's real. I guess so. Reminds me of that alien from the Rick and Morty episode where they tell him that there is no heaven or anything, and the alien's like, Oh god, it's all real, it hurts so bad. Yeah, that kind of a deal. I have not seen that episode. So do you ever see where Meatloaf freaked out on Gary Busey on the Celebrity Apprentice? Oh Oh my my god. Oh my god. That's like three layers of madness right there. Oh my gosh. Remember that? Um uh the one series that we did on uncancelled john from cincinnati oh and one of the reviews was like this show is like if gary Busey looking in the mirror was a show yeah (laughs) (laughs) the funny really funny thing about that is that he did he did a uh um like he hosted this hunter s thompson documentary i watched a few years ago and he does a lot of that shit where you can tell like he strong-armed the director into like all right make it this shot and then frame it up like this and i'm staring in the mirror behind the shelf held where all the cars are and i'm going like this yeah yeah i want that in my show you know and then and then he cut to that and that's exactly what he's doing he's shaking his head and he's looking in a mirror at all these like toy cars on a shelf <laughs> and then he turns around and goes Hi, I'm Gary Busey. <laughs> I'm surprised that there's probably a parallel universe out there where he's normal. Yeah, I mean, where he didn't get hit in the head with a that would be weird. Yeah. He didn't get hit in the head. He had a motorcycle accident. Yeah, he said he got hit in the head with a street. <laughs> what? He got hit in the hit head, in the with, head the with the street. That's such a stupid way of that saying makes it. It makes it sound like the street came to him. <laughs> Not so much like it actually happened the other way around where he went to the street. I don't know why I just decided to say it that way. It came out funny. I got up and my shoes put me on. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of, uh, remember when when Zinedine Zidane, the French soccer player, headbutted the Italian in in the World Cup final in like 2004 or whatever? Remember the French guy headbutted the Italian guy in the chest? 
I don't really uh, remember that because American. I don't follow. Yeah, yeah I don't follow That was soccer. huge. That was huge, though. I didn't follow soccer either, but that blew up because he literally. I probably actually him. saw it at some point. I wouldn't he have seen it even tangentially because I would have been not interested in any sports, really. So I would never have seen it. Probably. Oh, he well, he was actually. Uh, so his. I mean, France was going to lose to its Italy. They were down like I don't know, three nothing. It wasn't that. Isn't close, that three nil in soccer speak? Sure. Yes. All right. In football speak. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. World Cup's <laughs> happening right now. Football is the devil. Better than diamond yeah. ring. No, but he had butted the guy, and then there was <laughs> there was uh, like uh, a game on internet game that was like you could play it and it was like play the different things according to each country that Sinatine Zidane headbutted and then it was like <laughs> the Italians said it was the player and then the French said it was like a lamp post <laughs> it was like by each country and he's headbutting inanimate objects or like it, once he hits France he's like headbutting a piece of bread <laughs> <laughs> a baguette yeah it's like depending on the country he's just because uh, they were all yeah they were all different versions of it it's like ridiculous and the French tried to like I, for some reason, they tried to deny it happened, even though it was on live television. <laughs> that's uh, that sounds yeah, it never like happened. something that yeah that <laughs> definitely was attempted. Believe me, we see it every day, yeah. every fucking day. To win, he was supposed to uh, win the award for like sportsmanship during that tournament. Guess that like, kind of went out the window, huh? Yeah. They were like, we were going to give it to him. And then uh, they were like five minutes left. And then he decided to head the guy. And then he retired. After, like, that was his final game. It was and his last act to, on yeah, the field. He's like, not scoring a yeah. goal, not, you know, you know, sliding across the uh, the pitch on his knees and ripping his jersey off. No, his headbutting somebody in the chest. Yeah. And then they headbutted. I think he's like the manager for Manchester United now. Oh, you know was. what? I, I may have if if he had done it in the chest, I saw like a picture of that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I've it seen blew that up now. the day after. It was all okay. over the internet. People all over were like newspapers. photoshopping it into all kinds of different shit, like having him like yes. ramming yeah. into walls and knocking over not like like the Sears yeah. Tower or whatever, not the Sears. Yes, one was like the Twin Towers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They there were a lot of that was like the early stages of internet meme. <laughs> the early yeah. stages of internet meme. That's weird to hear you say that because it reminds me that you're much younger than I am. Because <laughs> when I think of the early stages of internet meme, I think of all your base are belong to us. Which are you that? familiar? That's like 2000. Okay. It was from a game, a like Genesis. Four years Goatee. Are you familiar with? Goatee? Oh, yeah. Okay. Goatee. Yeah. And, you know, Goatee predates us by quite a bit, too, because it used to be called Stinger. And you could find it on old BBSs back in the 80s. So that guy's gaping anus has been around for a while. <laughs> nice. Sweet. 
Yeah, I love that. And, uh, <laughs> and meatspin.com. Meatspin, yeah, and uh, Lemon Party, and Tub Girl. Uh, kids in the Sandbox. <sighs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm familiar with Kids in the Sandbox. Uh, oh, two Girls, uh, One Cup. Uh, kids in the Sandbox is a woman. <laughs> you might not want to drink for this, my. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. I have a it is a woman shoving a um, carrot-sized dildo down a guy's erect penis. Yes, oh. some yes. urethral sounding. Not yes. what I was expecting. From he's quite enjoying it, and it spreads out, looking like Pac-Man. It's uh, quite uh, horrifying. Hey, that that pushed it a little too far for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just blooms yeah. open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, a when tulip. She, when she pulls it out, it's just all floppy. Ugh. Ugh. That makes me that makes me hurt thinking about, you know, like massive items going in that hole. Yeah. Any items going in that hole is uncomfortable. What are you talking about? Oh, See, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, but like the, the bigger the item, the more uncomfortable I think I'm I'm thinking it probably is. Yeah. Mm, that's all i'm saying uh, yeah that's nice going back to um scott ian though yeah i was familiar that he is back because he was the well speaking of pantera being reunion or whatever there's also the mr bungle reunion he was part of that and then he brought back the stormtroopers of death and then Mm -hmm. just i don't know went on like a huge metal tear and so it makes sense that there's new Anthrax album. He's awesome. He's perfect. He's awesome live too. Like he uh, he really adds, you know, some stuff to the show. He's not just like one of those rhythm guitarists just stands there and, and like lets everybody else do everything. He's like, you know, getting up at the mic and yelling out to the crowd and firing everybody up. It's good stuff. What did you think of that album I sent you, uh, Mike? Did you listen Excuse to me. it? I did not. Oh, that's <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh no, I mean it's fine. I just... Yeah, not yet. I mean, I it's. I've been. I was like not really yet. busy the second half of the of this week, and uh, just trying to get shit, you know, situated and. No, you and know what? Done. Honestly, dude, I'm at the point now where it's like, if I send something to somebody and they don't listen to it, I'm like, well, that doesn't change my enjoyment of it. So let them figure it out on their own time. Like, fair enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't listen to it because I didn't want to listen to it. I didn't listen to it because I, you know, I like to have time to sit down and if I got upset about it, soak it in. If I got upset about it, I'd be a huge hypocrite because there's shit tons of stuff that I have packed important stuff that i haven't even read yet let alone like Like, entertainment shit so getting upset about it is purely really an ego trip yeah it's really something that has nothing to do with you think about it right it's like such we have such like i don't know we like attach emotions to things uh-huh. It's like this doesn't really matter. <laughs> like you did not listen to this. Like you didn't listen to eight hundred other billion songs out there. Right. Yeah, you'd be on you'd be on the internet for quite a while and on Spotify for a long fucking time if you were going to listen to everything. Well, it's yeah. funny because I think what it is is that a lot of times, like for me at least, when I'm sharing music, 
it's emotional because I'm listening to the music and I'm wrapped up in it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want you to fucking experience this. What I'm experiencing right now, this sort of druggy kind of, I'm being yeah. pulled along by the music. It's taking me where it wants me to go. I want you to experience this. So I'm going to send this to you. And I hope you're as enthusiastic as it is about it as I am. And then, you know, nothing, you don't get anything. And you go, oh man, they didn't care about the thing I cared about. And then you take it personally, like it fucking matters. Yeah. You know, when it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. I really try hard these days to be like, is this person doing something? Is it something wrong or is this something I don't like? Uh, yeah, you mentioned that the other day. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and knowing yeah. the difference is really it's hard. It's fucking hard. It's fucking uh, hard as shit. Uh, there's oh, uh, an author hard. I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of. There's an author I'm I'm fond of. Uh, uh, he wrote so the Discworld series, Harry Pratchett, and uh, he has a character who's saying is uh, important is not the same thing. Personal is not the same thing. <gasps> I see important. a reflection. I see a little skill, something I don't remember the lyrics. I see it. What is that? Damn it! From fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. I see a little, oh, little, little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, scaramouche, scaramouche. Ready to the fandango. Thunderbolts are lightning. Very, very frightening me. Galileo. Galileo. Galileo Figaro. We fucked that up. We fucked that up. We fucked that up. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> good no, enough. Good no, enough. No. Good enough. And I think anymore yeah. we get a DCMA strike or something anyway. Yeah, whatever. No. Freddie Mercury is going to like come up and give us all eight. I feel, really feel like they'd be like, there's no way anybody could mistake that for music. So yeah, never mind. Ghost AIDS, that would be even worse than regular. Oh, right that's Ghost terrible. Aids. That was bad. Hey, no, I he I was following off what he said. Yeah, Ghost AIDS? <laughs> he, said that, he said that he was that he was gonna come and give us AIDS. And I said, Well, if he's gonna give us AIDS, it would have to be ghost AIDS, which is way shame worse. Shame on regular. you both. Shame on you both. <laughs> Why? You're assuming that Freddie Mercury's ghost would come to completion with you. <laughs> <laughs> how hey, absolutely no. how absolutely conceited of you and Aaron no, he could like spit in my mouth <laughs> oh that's hot oh that is fucking mouth, hot freddy in my mouth <laughs> the way you know you have to imagine there's a lot of saliva coming out when he sang especially with those two big front teeth <laughs> yeah, you know? propping his face open. It's like going to a Gallagher Gosh. show. You had to hold a fucking tarp up. Yeah. A Gallagher <laughs> show. Do you even know what I'm talking about, Brandon? Yes, I do. Okay, okay. Oh, he's yes. a comedian. You you have to know who that is. I mean, of course, everyone knows that hack. <laughs> no. Did you know that he has? He was basically Gallag- trying to be like George Carlin, but with fruits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. destruction, with with destruction at the end because he wanted to keep yeah. the morons. And then he would like, I don't know. Didn't he like try to speak and no one wanted that at all? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, no, his com- his comedy was very observational, and a lot of his bits were very, very obviously stolen from Carlin. And those are the only heady bits he did, but they weren't heady like Carlin's bits were. They were just like he would talk about language or something like that. 
But did you know that he has a twin brother? And yes, and Gal- his name Gallagher's- is Malager. <laughs> no, it's um, actually Falliger. Falliger. <laughs> um, he, but they they do a show. He has Balliger. his own version of the show called Gallagher Two, where he does all the same jokes. It's like a franchise. That's awful. That'd be like. Yeah. Can you imagine if each of us had a twin brother and we decided to just ship this episode off to them to let them do it? They'd be like, "Well, I'm not really an entertainer. Like, I work in a factory." I think of it more That's... like you know, like a a a a man doing a series of deep anal penetration porn movies, and then his son getting into the same exact series when he retires. That's what that kind of oh feels my like. Gosh. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. You bring up the twin thing because <laughs> thank God I, I thought you were gonna say it's interesting. You bring up the dad and son deep anal no, penetration. No. I was gonna be like, whoa, whoa, I don't know about that. No, uh, no, we're keeping the doors shut. I'm uh, keeping that bolted shut. We're gonna slam <laughs> that little fucking know what I heard. concrete. Oh, right in front of that. Yeah. Oh. Mm, tell me more about that. the Olympics. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, no, I was saying at my job, we rotate every half an hour. There's like different parts of the park. And you so just, people, you just turn around. People, have, yeah, you turn, you just, people uh, have, so I'll, I'll interact with someone, uh, you know, at, at one spot and then 20 minutes later, I'll be at the next spot and they're just coming around to there and they'll be like, I'll be like, Hey, and they'll be like, do you have a twin brother? <laughs> yes like instead of just thinking that i swear they're like do you have a twin brother we just saw someone exactly like you at the other spot like 20 minutes ago like yes there's actually several of me i operate this entire establishment <laughs> with clones <laughs> like come on did you really think that there's imagine you just had like people that like doppel. Imagine if you had a business that was just all doppelgangers, all people that looked like you, and they all did. I don't know. Maybe you all did the same thing. I don't know. I don't like some kind right. of human resources outfit called Me Inc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We had like several different locations, but they were all the same. You know, that's like an interesting. That's an interesting thought because there were these two baseball players that played in minor league baseball. They had the same name. They had the same birth year, I believe. They were the same height. Both were pitchers, and they looked a lot alike. And when they did DNA testing on, they found out they had no shared DNA. But they like wow. if you saw them together, you'd be like, "Wow, those two guys look well." I just I, that story happened to pop up in something this past week. I don't know, like that was interesting. No to me. shared DNA. No, they're just same happened. name, same spelling, wow. and everything. Like same birth year. Say they both pitched. Oh, oh. you know, it's crazy. Uh, I wow. just creeped myself out. <laughs> oh, please do. You can go up to a girl you don't know and just say, hey, do we share any DNA? And she'll be like, no. I'll be like, do you want to? (laughs) (laughs) I'm absolutely positive somebody's used that line. 100%. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you creepy the bastard. The implications Tom, are horrifying. You creepy bastard. Hey, guess what? Uh, You're not my cousin, so we can fuck. <laughs> that happened to a friend of mine. He started, he went into this store and then he started, he asked for the storekeeper, the cashier's number. And then she's like, and then they were talking and then he, she like mentioned her mom and her name. And then he was like, I have an aunt with the same name. And then like, found out that they were cousins. Wow. I forget I was watching something on TV. Supposedly this guy and this girl had been dating and living together and everything. And they found out they were brother and sister. So that that would be a serious dilemma. I feel like you should know somehow. Like, like well, I mean, when you both show up at the same family reunion. Yeah. And, you know. No, like long lost. No wonder we have so much in common. Yeah. Hmm. It's like Joe Dirt when he meets um what's her name? Um Randy. Uh, he no, uh it's the chick played by um the blonde girl who she meets her when she when he's working at the car, the carnival. Oh, her name was Brandy in the movie, yeah. wasn't it? Was it Brandy? She's the blonde. No, Brandy's the other chick. You're talking about uh are you talking about the other dead air? Am I getting two? <laughs> yes. No, I think I'm getting two movies confused. I well, uh, I can't remember. Priscilla Presley. Um, so Priscilla okay. Presley. Priscilla Presley. Yeah, she wasn't in Joe Dirt. You mean yeah, Lisa Jamie. Marie? No, maybe Jamie, Jamie Presley. Jamie Presley. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say, Jamie. and Priscilla Presley and Jamie Presley. That is that is way far right. apart. <laughs> well, all right. So it's Jamie Presley. Yes, and yes, he's running like the 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 roller coaster or whatever it is. Yeah, he's and he's better. flirting with her, and the kid goes, you know, something. He says something about how she's hot or whatever. He goes, you should see my girlfriend. You shit yourself. And then he ends up fucking her. Um, Jamie Presley, not the little kid. And... <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Wow, wonderful. Okay. And um, he, he ends up like uh, like having problems getting it up because he thinks, you know, you could be my sister. And then and then it cuts away to like the Dennis Miller on the set of the the radio station. And they're like, oh, you know, they're all freaking out. And then it cuts back. She's like, I'm your sister. I'm your sister. I'm your oh, yeah. sister. <laughs> and every one of the radio shows freaking out. He's like, I'm kidding. We didn't really do that. Good fucking movie. Uh, I remember Did you guys that. ever yeah, see yeah. the new one? No. There was a new Joe Dirt. I did not. I think I it don't... came out like five years ago. I never saw it. I, yeah. I'm kind of curious because I guess... I don't know. How do you continue that story? Like, how do you make it even dumber, man? The big <laughs> hunk is space poopy. <laughs> like, that was a. I mean, it's not like Joe Dirt is this great movie. It's 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 on the level of like Sandler films. 
where it's like entertaining. I mean, it is it's on. Mm-hmm. And I'll watch it if it's on, but I'm not seeking it out. I never went to the theater to see a movie like that. Like, I don't understand where the like, ticket sales come from. For those that movies. was one of my. It sister- really hit home with some people favorite. in the Midwest. That was one of my sister's favorite movies growing up, which I, really? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really. I don't know. She. I don't know. <laughs> doesn't really match her personality at all. But I thought it was hilarious. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Strange. it I had mean, its moments. I loved walking in it, but walking in yes. anything is great. Mm-hmm. Talking to my guy all wrong. It's wrong tone. Do it again. <laughs> Stab you in the face with the soldering iron. What was that? Is your mother so? Oh, so that. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you love your wife. You ever see? Uh, I think it was Kevin Polak. Was it the roast of Bruce Willis or, or something? And he just randomly took out. Uh, his walking impression for like no reason. <laughs> it was so loosely related. It's like and now a special a special message from uh, a guy from your past, and then he just went into walking. Oh, he did have episode. a bit with walk. Well, did he? I mean, he was in he, Apocalypse Now. I mean, uh, yeah, Apocalypse Now, Pulp Fiction. How would I get the Apocalypse Fiction? Apocalypse Fiction. <laughs> yes. Pope now apocalypse fiction <laughs> subtitle now, Pope sounds now. Like, that sounds like someone demanding like <laughs> upset that their orange juice is yeah flat. I want some unfiltered <laughs> orange juice Pope now Pope now Pope smash <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh I don't even know where to go from there I got yeah. nothing uh, a good time uh, for a segue. Yeah, it'd be a great time for a segue. I yeah, pulp now is so oh wow. Where did it all go wrong? Pulp, <laughs> pulp now uh, is the first album or their first that's that's a uh a band out of Chicago, Pulp Now. And they're sort that's of like band. Interpol, similar to Interpol, except not British. And uh, their first album is Raver Gravy. <laughs> Raver not talking Gravy. About local H. Local H. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty they sure had... I'm thinking of Crystal Castles, actually. Oh, man. <laughs> local H had that. They got the opening gig. What was it? Was it Metallica or what? What some massive stadium tour band of that was popular and for like the last 30 years or whatever. Um, Don't remember really. Metallica or like Nickelback or some shit. (laughs) That's a jump. Metallica to Nickelback, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden's huge. I just just heard a new Metallica song by the way, and it was fucking awful. Yeah, Kirk Hammett's solo in that song is I don't know. It, it's uninspired. It, is it the new single? Is it yeah. Brand new? Yeah. The yeah. Luxie Turner. Yeah. I just listened to it. Yeah. and I was like, this is fucking God awful. Yeah. Well, like they took a step backwards. 
It took yes, a step backwards hard. into the uh, load and reload and it feels the fucking insane anger days. It feels like old men with nothing to say is what it feels like. Oh, I mean, once you are, there's just a machine at this point. Yeah, exactly. Like they have nothing to say. They're all, you know, tenured rock musicians who get their every whim fed to them. They all have gorgeous houses and they're all well-heeled adults with, with children and shit, you know, like, I don't know yes. how, how well adjusted they are, but and obviously there's something wrong with <laughs> uh, uh, Lars Ehrlich, but we've always known that. Man, the point yeah. is that the point is that they have nothing new. There's no nothing. In, are they? Are they? Oh yeah, I went and got my spirit cleansed in Kathmandu. Like very relatable. <laughs> Thank you, sir. That's gonna really bring in the kids because we get that. Actually, probably we do. But I guess the point is that I just remember a Metallica where they were talking about Cthulhu and fucking, you know like blowing up because you you stepped on a landmine you know shit like that like like not whatever the fuck i listened to I, it wasn't good it wasn't good and it was just like the new smashing pumpkin stuff it's not good <laughs> Dude, is there really no. there's um, new smashing pumpkins it's not very good i heard embarrassing. billy corgan even more whiny than usual it's so oh, embarrassing wow. here's the problem you you take a band like smashing pumpkins which i who i really like actually as a band overall um, you know you get an, an album like siamese dream or gish great albums both and then at a certain point melancholy it started melon the melancholy album it started to be like you know, like that became like his mo is to capitalize on that high pitched, annoying, nerdy, yeah, fucking awesome. whatever falsetto that is that he would do. The droning, like, yeah, it's droning, and like just like every other successful musician, no one was around to say no to him and be like, Billy, Billy, this isn't good. It's, I like to think if they were trying to tell him something, they'd like, William, we need to speak. William, <laughs> don't call him Billy. William Corrigan. That's when Corrigan. he was going by for that solo album he did. Was he really? Yeah, he demanded to be called like William Patrick Corrigan. No shit. <laughs> Didn't and he went there, back to Billy? Wasn't there some other some other band that he was in, like Zero or something? Not Zero, but Zero's Zero was one song. song. Um it was like it started with a Z. I I no idea. I'm not a fan of his, so I, I don't know. I don't know, but he did start. So he brought back the NWA, the wrestling. He started his own wrestling promotion, but he brought back like and the National Wrestling Alliance, which was a thing in like I don't know. Gosh, going back into the mid to maybe later 20th century anyways you bring it back but i was reading that the champion of the promotion recently left he was like let me out (laughs) (laughs) yes and he basically said 
He literally, they're like, why are you leaving? And he just said, Billy Corgan's a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I was unaware that he had an affinity for wrestling. That's 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 very odd yes. to me, like way off uh, off brand. The name of that side band, by the way, was Zwan. Z-W-A-N. Oh, well, yeah, it's a fucking name you would not forget. Well, you would yeah. think. I knew it started with a Z, yeah. but I couldn't remember what the hell it was. But Zwan. The yeah. funny thing about it is it's like Zwan had like two of the two of the members of the band were in it. So it's like, you know, from Smashing Pumpkins, it was it, it's like, you know how like at the drive-in split into the Mars Volta and uh the other one goliath the mars volta and who's the other band that they split something i don't listen to yeah um no goliath was a song by the mars volta yeah yeah that's uh yeah bedlam i can't fucking remember anything ever i have the worst memory you guys i don't know why please tell me more well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where this is going, Tom. I don't know. You've kind of you've gone on I've a stalled, ship. Yeah, I've crashed the ship into a, a bright, yeah. shiny. Well, well that makes two of problem. us that have started talking about something and did not finish with any kind of <laughs> <laughs> useful information. Yes. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah we fit another. Uh, old see, that's where music. Stale. That's where musical interludes are perfect. See. You just asked me that question, and I go, "Uh, did it, did did it, do?" You know. And then we go like, <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you let my part languish for a minute or so. <laughs> Mike's a douche. <laughs> yeah, I'll just have that echo throughout. Mike's a douche. Yeah. Well, anytime see, you need an interlude. Anytime you want to learn how to edit, buddy, you got the tools. I know. You just have have not yet stepped forward to do an episode. Not well, yet. I'm waiting, you know, I'm waiting till I get a better computer. Well, you know, <laughs> with the wings. See, okay, so <laughs> here's the problem with this, Mike. The problem with getting that computer to you is that when we talk about it, we need to actually make actual, literal, actual plans. I know that. And not just go, yeah, and we, we're not doing it now. Like <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna do it right now. No, no, we're not gonna do it when right we're now. done we're with fu- the show. Maybe, maybe we can we'll talk forget. about it then. But yeah, we'll forget that's like 25 minutes away minimum, and that's not gonna happen. Oh so. my goodness, you know, it's gonna go more than 20 minutes. So, we'll, we'll okay, Brandon, I gotta ask. I'm looking at the reflection behind you, and I can see what looks to be a computer monitor and somebody behind that monitor that keeps moving. Is that your girlfriend? Yes, okay. So she is there. Okay, have her wave or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't want to be involved. Be my puppet. Make her wave. Yeah, make, no, make no, I'm just kidding. Make her perform yeah. for us. You said she was a guitarist. Clap, clap. <laughs> Can you wave? <laughs> oh, there you go. She's real. Oh, All right. You. I'm satisfied. Ah, there you go. She yes, plays guitar? Exists. Yes. Nice. Yes. <laughs> She doesn't feel like joining right now. She's That's all right. I mean, I would not blame her for a second. I've talked to us before. Yeah. We're kind of an acquired taste. What do you mean? <laughs> Mike, you literally are one of the funniest people I know. I don't know. Like, 
Well, thank you for that's very humbling, but I know that I can be a bit off putting at first. Yes, you have <laughs> a, a burliness that a is burly. I do. Well, it, it, honest to God, I've had people over the course of time be like, say to my significant other, I don't want to come and say anything because your husband looked like he was mad at everybody, like he was just going to fucking search. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not my personality at all. Like, I must have a terrible resting bitch face, like when I'm like, doing something yeah. like and I'm, I'm not amused or I'm not really into what I'm doing, where I must oh, just look totally, like I'm going to tear people apart. No, you totally have a resting. You have a resting mean face. All right. Like you look angry when like that's what I was talking about. That came from years of having to mug in meetings and stuff like when I couldn't be like, haha, let's. You know, let me be fun. Let's let's do this stuff. I had to sit in meetings and be serious about stuff. I think that that honest to God, that made itself into something in me that makes me be like that. Your poker face happens yeah. to be one of. The, yeah. Well, I guess I mean, that would serve you as a yeah. security. You know, well, as management, period. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. when you're a manager, you're supposed to be all business all the time and, well, it's very you know, no smiling or anything like that. So yeah, it's absolutely of vital importance as a manager that you have no fucking soul. That's- yeah. Yeah. Not be human in the least. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to oh need you God. to check your humanity at the door. You have no empathy. Stop being a person. Yeah, stop being a person when you walk through those doors. Eight hours here, you are a fucking cog in the machine. I'm sorry, I noticed you're not wearing your smock today, David. Why aren't you wearing (laughs) your smock today? Where is your 15 pieces of required flair? Yes. Oh, I have a juicy, juicy little tidbit that you reminded me of today. Uh, So at the place I work, which is probably the single thing i hate the most aren't you a carney yes i am a carney yeah. no i don't do that anymore maybe <laughs> a little bit you know, no, now i'm selling the gelato at the street corner yes i operate the coffee bike. can't you <laughs> uh no uh it doesn't it, it I don't need to explain where I work. Not right now. Not, it's no, not you you don't. You don't have to explain anyway. It, that's that's your personal business. If it's, you don't want to tell not, us, it's not. You it's know, not, two of not. your best friends that you've never met <laughs> in real life, then that's yeah. fine. Really? Yeah. <laughs> now this hasn't guys, been a long-standing right. sting operation or anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> check. Check. Yeah. One time, I got asked if I was a spy at work. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, just an employee. <laughs> that's that's weird. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was quite interesting. I don't know. Uh, but today, um, so at the place I work, they call lunch code. Oh. Code. I, oh. I don't know. Don't code know. here don't normally have... means that somebody's dying or, yes. you know. Yeah. Something similar to that, yeah. That's yeah, and Look, it's uh, very bizarre because there's like also radios involved, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm just going for code." It's like there are several radio codes, but then code is saying you're going for lunch. And so today, I was like, "There's a, <clears throat> I work at a tourist attraction." That's all I will say for you're now. You're still a carny. All right, I got it. 100 percent a carny. <laughs> yes. A carny. And um, 
someone today was well one of my coworkers. there's a gift shop and there it's a huge massive gift shop uh it's got some cool stuff in it and there was a 40 percent discount for employees the past three days so uh did I, you get those collectible snow globes did not there are not collectible snow globes there actually that's disappointing but anyways yeah there is some uh silly of course touristy stuff in there but there's Naturally. also some, some neat stuff i can lie and it's like oh did you go in and do like check out the sale or anything and i was like no i'm gonna do that at lunch and my coworker was like don't say that word it's like what word he's like it's always been code here and i was like it's been lunch for most of my life, if not all of it. No, so, literally my entire uh, life. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to say lunch, pal. <laughs> That's like, one yeah, thing that always. I've never heard, like, is don't ever say that word. <laughs> yeah, you got all serious, like, dramatic. Yeah. It's like, like coming from the background that I did with security or even just working hospitality where you always had radios and we had the 10 codes. Uh, you know, and like you'd have like like a 21 was a phone call. So somebody'd be like, I got a 21 for you. I'd be like, all right, we'll patch that through to 3365. What the fuck do you think it was if they were patching it through to somewhere? Like you'd have to be an idiot not to know they were talking about a phone call or that a 10100 <laughs> was a bathroom break because of the way it was used all the time. Like, did you really save that much time using a 10 code instead of just saying, I gotta go to the bathroom? You guys like who gives that? a fuck? Do you guys remember the stand-up comic Rick Dukeman? No. He had no. this great bit where he was talking about how he used to buy um, weed from his dealer and he had a code um, which was hockey tickets. He's like, it's like how many hockey, how many grams of hockey tickets? Do you <laughs> right. <laughs> hockey tickets come in grams. <laughs> the cops are like, oh this guy's buying hockey tickets by the kilo. It's unbelievable. <laughs> there's a time where using codes would make sense yeah you know but there's a lot of times where like i don't know if you're just trying to save time because really codes are not that hard to break if you listen to a police scanner for like five minutes you'll probably figure out what a lot of them are well they'll be like hurt. we have a 1045 i we have a 1045 with injuries well gee could that be an auto accident or an accident with injuries i mean you know it's yeah. it's always it's always goofy shit like that. Really well, is. I think a lot yeah. of times people invent like special lingo for their job to sound cool and to like hundred percent. Yeah. I'd always be like, I gotta go take job. a 10 300 like right now. And like, what's a 10 300? I'm like, diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> no, hundred percent. I think they invented code because they're like, lunch sounds stupid. We can't say we're going for lunch over the radio. Yeah. So I don't like, want people oh. to know that we eat. Yeah. It's like, no, no. So they might the best thing they could come up with is some asshole said code. And they're like, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. I'm going to go code, you guys. Sometimes I'm like, hell, I'm going to go for code name lunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm going for a 1069. What's that? Lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, going to eat out. One. I'm going to eat out. What do you want? No, you they know don't what? have you're, one for bathroom. It, your lunch don't. codes, your lunch codes are are just are like broken down by what your your 
like, like a number one combo. yeah like what combo yeah. you get i'm going for a number one large with a coke <laughs> <laughs> what code are you taking uh bk01 uh yeah so you don't have a code for going to the bathroom so people are literally like i gotta go use the facilities or i gotta go to the bathroom yeah. over the radio yes like that makes but no sense lunch. you can't say lunch but you can be like i gotta go drop a steamer <laughs> hey i yeah. gotta go code a load i gotta go take a wicked piss you got i'm calling in my load code <laughs> yeah it's like i just saw hey i just saw an owl and then it flew down and it ate a mouse there needs to be a code cool. for that it was super cool, and that's like all over the radio. But then you can't say, "Yeah, I'm going for lunch." <laughs> <laughs> My other favorite yeah. thing is that the one place that I worked at, we had two channels. So if you were going to say something you didn't want everybody to hear, you'd say, "Switch over to channel two. What do you think everybody fucking Would did that was with an earshot? They switched over two. to channel two to listen to what shit you were talking. Yeah. <laughs> And it was like the loose lip channel where you could just be like, yeah, well, fuck that guy or something like that, you know? And I'd be like, why, why even do that? I'd be like, yo, just give me a 21 <laughs> phone call. You got that, right? Uh, right? I figured it out. Yeah. The best, I think the best thing is that there's always one department that anytime they're on the walkie talkie, it's just to ask if the manager can give them a phone call. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I remember that very yeah, they they like I'd be manager on duty and they'd be like base to 101 or base to MOD. And I'd be like, go ahead, like, could you give me a phone call? And I'm like, seriously, you yeah. know where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> my uh it's like can just I'm in my office. You know the number, right? When I was a teenager, I worked for Kmart and at, at I don't know if it was like this in every store, but in the store I worked in. Instead of having your name, you were uh, over the loudspeaker, they would call you by your associate number. So they would just oh, randomly God. assign an associate number. You're like, associate, well, I think mine was 421. Associate 421, please come to the front for carts. You know, that kind of shit. Well, there was oh. this one guy and he was associate 69. And I know for a fact that HR did it for him as a joke because he was, first of all, he was albino. So he already <laughs> kind of stuck out, you know, and then he was oh super God. shy and like super meek. And like every time someone would say, you know, hey, associate 69, he would blush and his whole face would turn bright red. And it was just <laughs> kind of hilarious to make him. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but he'd be like, I really wish they'd give me any other number than 69. <laughs> <laughs> Associate number 69, please report to the back. <laughs> please please report to the back with the manager. I need you to report to the back for loading. <laughs> we had this. I need you to this. report to the storage. I should actually try to write a sitcom about those days because our manager, there was this guy, manager named Tom, who, uh, First of all, I just my strongest memory of him was that he was one day he was uh, doing some sort of a meeting. He's talking about it was like Christmas time and a buffet was going to be featured in our Christmas party. He kept calling it a buffet and I couldn't be sure if he was joking <laughs> or if he was just, you know, literally that like unaware of what the word was that he just kept saying buffet. 
So I couldn't listen to anything else he said. So at the end, he asked me something and I said, and, and I, I was like, Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I couldn't listen to anything else she said. Like that's all I could hear. I was like Buffett. Uh, yeah. Buffett. I just walked away. <laughs> this conversation was over with you like in the first 30 seconds. And you started talking about Buffett's. I didn't know. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about you fucking moron (laughs) Buffett you ever want to confuse a cop go up to him and tell him you want him to put your gun in his mouth I fucked that up You ever want to confuse a cop? Go up to him and tell him you want him to put his gun in your mouth. That'll fuck with his head. You <laughs> literally told it the same exact way both did times. I, did I yes, fuck it up? Yes, you did twice. Oh, no, he didn't. He didn't know. No, and you I'm didn't fuck it up right. twice. Then I no. said it right the first time. He said it wrong the first time. He said, "Go up to the cop and uh, say you want my gun in your mouth." Or <laughs> Yeah, he fucked it up the first time. Either one's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I found a gun in the bushes and I put it in my mouth because I wanted to see what it was like to put Jeff so close to his mouth. I want to put his gun in his mouth. I didn't even know what you said the first time. It just oh. makes me laugh. The idea. I, I know it's dark and it says a lot about my psyche, but like I find the idea of someone finding a gun in the bushes and immediately putting it in their mouth hilarious. <laughs> I don't know so why. <laughs> That's, That's pretty fucked thing. up. Yeah. <laughs> That's very twisted. <laughs> But the imagery is kind of funny. I gotta admit. Yeah, that's what made me laugh. I was just like picturing someone doing that. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's messed up, man. Wow. Wow. Oh, Holy smokes. No, I'm not going to judge it. It's funny. Funny is funny. I'll stop judging things that make me laugh, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's like, okay, yeah, part of it's messed up, but then the part that's funny is funny. Right, exactly. Like, I I read, I wrote something based on that and read it to my wife, and she's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. She's like, okay. Okay. It's well written. It was really like, okay, divorce papers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sleeping with one eye open. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> I read it to my wife. Oh, God. Uh, uh, the shit that makes oh, me man. laugh, though. Because we all have that, right? That weird, like... Demented humor, like demented humor, like it's the same reason why you laugh when you see somebody fall down, like in a way that unless they clearly fell in a bad way and you can tell that they're gonna get hurt, you don't laugh at that. You're like, oh fuck! But if someone just falls and they're clearly not injured, your instinct is to immediately laugh. 
because it's that's hilarious. trauma though that's you're laughing from like i don't know trauma tra- yeah no i'm saying yeah you're definitely not laughing for appropriate reasons it's just how a lot of us process the unexpected like, oh that man fell down like why is that funny <laughs> when you really think about why oh, the man fell down ha <laughs> Like, why is that so fucking funny? But it is funny. It's hilarious every time. You <laughs> see some asshole like on a, a nature reaction. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of stop. I don't know. There was a point where I stopped. Like, my instead of someone falling down and me laughing, I was like, oh, are you okay? Yeah. But then it just, I don't know. But then that's very courteous know, of you. I heard it back. I think I it was think like it also, I genuinely had empathy for them falling, and now it's, I'll just usually be like, "Hi, you felt that." I think it's also how you know proximity. Like if you're watching a video of someone falling down, that's one thing. But if someone does it in front of you, it really depends. Like what their personality was, like who they were, like what they were doing. If they're skateboarding, I'm like, I'm not gonna laugh exactly, but I'm gonna go, "Oh well, you know." You ate shit. It happened. You kind of asked for that. Yeah. If it's some guy who just st- got done, like being a just a total ass to his wife or something, and then he goes and turns around and falls on the off the curb and smacks his head on the on the on the pavement, I'm gonna laugh because that guy well, is a fucking asshole. Because <laughs> <He deserved laughs> you're like re- relating it to yeah. the. Like you're tying the two situations together. Yeah, they are yeah. kind of like they they are kind of like it could happen to anyone. That's just like well, what I'm saying is like context point. creates the comedic impact. You know what I mean? Like like juxtaposition yeah. of sometimes two events. things are just funny. I don't know. I think it's more like a tra- tra- trauma, probably. Yeah, I'm sure that that. There's a little trauma involved in comedy. That's probably why the traumatized are so good at it. You know, because we're like, yeah, that kind of tears at your heartstrings and makes you kind of go, ha, 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 because the alternative is to kind of space the void and go, oh, fuck. So that could be one way of looking at it. I don't know. But comedy, comedy is fun. I like doing the jokes. I'm not very good at them. The jokes. I like I'd like to be funnier, but I don't know if you can you be funnier. Is that something you can learn? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I always feel you like can't I'm be trapped. funny if you're not funny, but you can be funnier if you. Want you to also be. have to have timing down. I think that yeah. timing is literally ninety percent of saying just, of saying like you. I could if my timing's on, I could say the most absurd thing and fucking make you crack up. You know. Yeah. If, if for me, it's. And I have this exact same approach to music. It, for me, it's fucking around until something works and then going, that was good. I don't know why it's good, but I did a good thing. You know, so if I make someone laugh, I'm like, wow, how the fuck did that work? I don't know if I can reproduce that just on command, but it's sort of an accident of, of comedy. And that's how my music comes together, too. It's like I'm dicking around until something sounds good. So I don't know if I don't know if I can be I couldn't be a stand up comic, I don't think, for that reason, because I wouldn't be. 
reliably well, you, funny. You probably could because people that have horrible timing can still be funny because of your yeah, delivery. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of different like, you know, I don't think Stephen Wright has great timing. Oh, God. Stephen Wright. But amazing. his shit's funny. Did you watch that video I sent you, by the way? Which one? The one with him and Rowan Atkinson. Uh, I started to watch it and then I fell asleep and I forgot about it. Why is 11 minutes long? I, yeah, I know I, that that's dude, terrible. you know, I am a fucking like horrible, horrible friend. You're like, not, I said you this because I enjoy it and I'm like, fuck shit on that. It's <laughs> not about that. I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried that when 11 minutes is too much for you. Well, I mean, I it was like I, I settled about... down some time and I was like, all right, I'm going to sit here and relax for a few minutes. And I started watching it and I was like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> you know, that was kind of what happened. OK, fair enough. Fair I fall enough. asleep watching games like games that I specifically wanted to sit and watch. I fall asleep during. Yeah. So As there's I no rhyme older, or reason to it. I'm lazy. As I get older, falling asleep in front of television is almost an inevitability. If I'm going to watch TV, I'm going to end up falling asleep to it, whatever the fuck it is. No I, I will tell you that I did watch at least five minutes of it. Well, that's half of it. You should, you should watch the rest when you get a chance. So, Brandon, this is a uh, video uh, Stephen Wright did with Rowan Atkinson, uh, yeah. where uh, Rowan Atkinson is his therapist. And um, Stephen Wright keeps showing up at his office um, and just being a really annoying patient, basically. Just and, oh, and a little what about Bob action, kind of a little bit of what about Bob. And and so like Atkins is like actively, he's like actively making fun of him to his friends, and they see him at a bar and they all mock him. <laughs> and uh, and then he starts cheating on, or she, his wife starts cheating on him with his therapist and oh it's just it's classically funny it's classically funny it's one of those things you have to watch i mean it's pure Stephen right like that one of the things that stuck out to me is like i got lost in my own imagination the other day i was over to the right somewhere i'm like that is so weird to say that but it's fucking hilarious i was over to the right <laughs> 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 it's just so abstract yeah it's completely abstract and it's it makes like you go, what and i love that the absurd mm -hmm. in like comic form I, I don't know. back in i want to say 95 um, we figured out that with old style telephones, they had like a handset that you could open up. You could screw it open and get to. Did the... you lose his audio there? Yeah. You lost my audio? Yeah, completely. For how long? After you said old style telephones. That was oh, it. Weird. Okay. So oh, um... Mike just went to different pigmentation. Wow. Weird. Okay. Yeah, Mike became gray-ish for a second. <laughs> wow. Okay. Are you in grave condition, Mike? I'm good, man. No. 
Yeah. Video games. Come on, finish up your fucking story, Thomas. All right, jeez, Louise. <laughs> Refresh my memory. Where was I? Champ is here. Uh, old old time television or telephones. Television. Okay. All right. So <laughs> old time. Old time television. Well, if you opened up the earpiece portion of the um the hand handset on an old style telephone, you could say old style telephony. Telephony, yeah, ye old telephony. Uh, you would you would have these two like screws in the back, and you could take this adapter and screw them into it and run it back into a stereo, and you could record audio from a telephone. And we used to call people and 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 like just make odd requests and the know, original pranks. prank yankers. Yeah, it was like jerky oh. boys level shit that we were doing, but not nearly as funny as jerky boys. Although my one friend did call uh Delta Airlines and make uh round trip first class tickets to Paris um around Christmas time. Um and quibbled for quite a while about the in-flight movie because they didn't like the Kevin Bacon movie that, that was going to be shown <laughs> and wanted to know if they could get a private screening of the Brady Bunch movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the flight ended up being $4,000. And this was in 1995. Can you imagine how much that would be now? Like how much would that same flight cost today? Like eight grand? It would have to be like double. At least. At least. Probably like at least another like half. So maybe like 12 grand. Something like that. I think he meant half from the original, so like six thousand. Yeah. Oh, six thousand. Yeah. Okay. I don't fly much, so I'm not sure what the uh well, I have never in my life even considered yeah, what the rates look like. Ticket. Like I've never bought business class. I've I've never flown anything other than just whatever economy fucking you didn't fly first class when you went to california fuck no yeah neither have i dude i was actually in the back of the plane the last time that i flew like the back of the plane i was literally the last row of seats well we weren't all the way at the back but we were pretty far back and oh my god this poor kid we're landing in la and as the plane is coming down the pressure is building in your head and this poor little girl chew gum man chew gum this poor little girl starts crying she i think she probably was like 12 years old maybe 11 and she's like it's like my head's gonna explode and i'm like in my head i'm thinking like this poor kid is traumatized right now like this is her you know her first time flying and the and she's like i just want to land i just want to land i never want to be on a plane again like in her head's just like splitting and I'm like, you still have to go home, kid. <laughs> you get to do this again. Yeah, you got to do this again. Be prepared for some fucking again. anxiety on the way back on the plane. Chew some gum, young lady. Yeah. Chew some fucking gum. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, that's one of the things I don't like about flying. That and, and just like fucking take, you take your shoes off. Take your shoes off, asshole. I don't want to take the... Oh, my belt too. Put that in the fucking basket as well. All right, I'll put my fucking. Do you want my coffee? Why don't I just take all my clothes off? Do you want to see my junk? I can't take that off. Yeah, yeah. You want to <laughs> scan me for implants? Make sure I'm not a, a CIA asset or some shit. Fine. Just 
whatever. You just just fucking that'll that'll get you a rectal exam. Yeah. Mm. Guaranteed. Oh my god. And then they take forever and they're like, what are they looking for? Like, are you really are you going through my shit right now? Are you actively going through it? Are you just staring for a while so that people think that your job has like value? Because you know, I guarantee you people are smuggling shit on planes every day and not getting and getting away with it. I like, think probably as much as you think. I think that the that the security measures are effective given I, the yeah, relative number so. of you know, like the way talking, things dropped off. I'm talking about small fry smuggling. Um, even with stuff like that, I think they catch them. I just don't think you hear about it as frequently. Well, I also think, though, that there's probably a shit ton of paperwork. And when someone says, oh, look, there's like three fucking gummies in there. I'm not no, going to overlook it. I'm yeah, yeah, obviously. Or like, just right. throw them out and we'll pretend this didn't happen. Exactly. Yeah. Because like, you don't want to go to federal prison for that shit. Yeah. It's only a gram of, of heroin. I'll take it. You well, just go ahead. There's a sign because it's very common. It's very common for people because uh, California is a totally legal state when it comes to cannabis and all of its products. And there's a big sign that says, no drug trafficking on plane basically it's not saying no drug trafficking because that's pretty fucking obvious but it says like the following things are considered drug trafficking and will result can result in your arrest or the delay of your flight or both they're like being a drug mule definitely swallowing bags of cocaine yes but it's very explicitly says this includes all forms of cannabis including shattered edibles etc 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 so apparently a lot of people get the idea that, all right, I'm just going to take a big old bag of gummies with me home, you know, and they'll never check my bag. Well, if they do check your bag, it says gummies, THC infused gummies right there on the bag. What you need to do is get yourself a big old bag of gummies that look like weed gummies and then you and can mix them in with it. And that's what most people do when they're yeah. doing this. They're like, oh, it was all sugar. What did I fucking tell you? The whole thing's stupid anyway. It should just be fucking legal everywhere because it True. doesn't make any sense for it not to be. True, absolutely. It, it's a vice with its own downsides, just like any other vice. And that's the only fucking penalty there needs to You're be. You're allowed to it. drink on planes. Right, right. I'm so much of a tool that I broke out CDs nuts in conversation with somebody this week. <laughs> oh my god! We were talking about it's an interesting thing. Have you seen the cassette tapes are making a comeback? Um, Albeit a small comeback, it. but they are. That is something you probably have knowledge directly from because of your son, right? Like, isn't he? No, 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 no. This had nothing to do with 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 uh, with my son's obsession with cassette tapes. I was looking at something on like a on like looking at band T-shirts, and just because I was like, I wonder if band T-shirts are cheaper on the internet than they are if you buy them at the show and stuff. And I'll, I actually could tell you that no, they're not. Mm-mm. They actually were less expensive at the show, which was which was odd. But uh, they were like offering up albums on vinyl and on cassettes. Interesting. And I was like, cassettes are literally like one of the easiest to deteriorate mediums of music. Why would why would they bring that? Who, who was sitting there seriously going, man, I miss the days of cassettes where like 
you couldn't pick the track you wanted to listen to immediately and like had to rewind and fast forward yeah. and everything. I mean, even with, with vinyl, you can pick the fucking arm up and move it to the track you want to listen to. Well, the only thing worse than that was, was eight track because you literally couldn't even rewind. You just had to wait until the album yeah. was, you could fast forward, I think, but you couldn't rewind. Either way. I mean, cassettes kind of, they kind of suck. They were awesome for their time. Because we didn't have CDs, we didn't have digital music. You know what was great about them was that I, I loved having a fresh pack of tapes because then I would wait till like a good radio show was on and, mm -hmm. I'd, and I'd record my favorite songs from the radio. So I'd be poised and ready to hit record. Oh, we were masters of doing that shit. Yeah. Like yeah. boom, boom, boom. It was like a perfect mixtape. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and do you even know was... what cassettes are, Brandon? I do. <laughs> and, and I don't man, know anything. I'm so young. I just got first hair on balls. What did you become? <laughs> you became like Chinese. And you ever, that's, from the, that's from another teen movie. <laughs> uh, I just got first hair on balls. <laughs> Not another teen movie. Who's the young one now? <laughs> <laughs> you familiar with that movie? I am. Yeah, yeah it's a good not. movie. It's funny. Yeah, it is a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Funny in a campy way, you know. So is that plus, like uh, what's her name? Uh, um, what's her name? Shannon Elizabeth is nude through a good portion of it, if I'm not mistaken. Or the girl that looks true, like Shannon yeah. Elizabeth or something. I don't know. Is this like an, another movie similar to like all the, all the Wayne Brothers movies where they make fun of scary movies? No, like they're that. making fun of like John Hughes type movies. Right. But what I mean is it's a parody style. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It's a parody of like the John Hughes teenage movies gotcha. of the 80s. Gotcha. Yeah. I, yes. I tend not to. I tend to, as a rule, not watch a lot of those because most of them aren't very good. So when one does get mixed up into it, that's a good movie, like the first scary movie uh, that they did. Um, I just don't usually catch them. If you need any more motivation to watch it, Chris Evans, who went on to fame as Captain America, it's one of his first movie roles. I enjoyed yes. him greatly. Which makes it enough to want to watch it. It's a good movie. Yeah. He was good in Fantastic Four. Like that was a fantastic four. I actually rated that movie like kind of good for. I didn't think it was fantastic. No, it wasn't a good movie. It wasn't. It was, a terrible, it was a terrible movie. Yeah, but it actually. He he was entertaining dead. as what he was in the film. Like you know, I don't think that the bad script took away from him as an actor. I don't like the way they portrayed Thing. The no. Thing. I just like Michael Chiklis as the character was good, but I just didn't. It didn't. It didn't feel right. Well, the was tech was uh, And then they did like a remake and that also shit. Oh, God. There's a Roger Corman version too. There's oh, a Fantastic wow. Four directed by Roger Corman. It's from like 1998 or something like that. <laughs> Look it up. Oh, it's wow. fucking awful. Well, you find remakes generally fit into two categories and more often than not one category, which is why the fuck did they make this? Why did they? Why would they ever? So, see, that's always been my question. Why would I mean? I don't know how much of comic guys you guys either you are, but why would you make 
a comic book movie about that comic book. No one gives a shit about the Fantastic Four. I think unless you were doing a porn, like, you know, watch how she can make her boobs grow and, you know, how she can bend herself in all these impossible positions and, and you know, Mr. You know, Fantastic can make his schlong 30 feet long or something. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why you would make a movie about anything but that. Well, but that's exactly that's the only reason is to parody it. Yeah, like, like the like Venture the, Brothers did. Venture Brothers is a, is fucking amazing. The Incredibles was kind of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was well done. You know, like yeah, it was exactly. interesting. Like, dude, the fucking main character in that comic book series name is Mister Fantastic. That's it's pretty the inventive. Name they came up with for him. It's pretty inventive. Yeah. Stan, Lee was, <laughs> Stan Lee was so coked up. He was like, I don't know what to call it. Just whatever. Call it uh Mr. Fantastic. Let's do some more blow. You know? <laughs> he just missed out on being called Mr. Good Enough. Just, yeah, yeah. Good enough. Excelsior. <laughs> Slams the fat rails, screams Excelsior, and then fucks his secretary. Mm. You it's know like that when... was, Stan Lee was getting fucking stoned and getting fucking laid a lot back in the day. I take some 70s or 80s secretaries. Wow. No. No. <laughs> Not secretaries in their 70s or 80s. Uh, although i mean really it depends i don't want to i don't want to you know single that one out as being a definite hard no mike you like to keep your options open that's true because you just never know could be the best lay of your life could be could be because i bet she's gonna fuck like it's the last time oh my gosh what if it is yeah You murdered Mrs. Morgan. You broke my hips. <laughs> Blood force trauma to her vagina. <laughs> oh, my hips. Oh, are jokes so... on you. It was actually Steven Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Grohl's mother? <laughs> Do you ever see the picture of him and Dave Grohl together and somebody put yeah. underneath the video, you know, like, like uh, the rare picture of Dave Grohl and his mother uh, yeah. together? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, Tyler was never much of a looker to begin with, but age has not done him a, a much favor. So. Oh gosh. I feel like he might have been popular in in a bisexual kind of way because I bet he could fit a lot of stuff into his mouth. Like just <laughs> massive amount of things in his mouth, balls and all. When he ate pussy, he literally ate. The entire thing. <laughs> it's like everything from the asshole to the navel. It was in my mouth. <laughs> he just starts at the taint <laughs> and ends at the clitoris. <laughs> I got a foot like fetish a fucking... right up to the ankle. <laughs> All of it's in there, and I'm still talking. <laughs> Anus to navel. <laughs> when you think about it, a lot of their music was very pervy. Especially, oh, yeah. especially the later stuff. Like I want to say, like anything after Pump, the album Pump, it feels like. I think you need to include Pump in that too, because Love in an Elevator was uh, yeah, you're right. Was yeah. off that album, and like they had a midget riding a fat woman in the elevator and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty. 
Yeah. That's pretty hot. Which yeah. one had Ragdoll on it? Was that was Permanent Vacation? So that Ragdoll, bad, bad booty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's little cutie. Yeah, like none of us know the fucking words. Never seen you leave by the back, back door. door, man. Dun, dun. <laughs> what does that mean? I never see you leaving by the back door. Because I well, always the back door thing is a is a classic blues trope, which would be kind of a you know, code for, you know, cheating that uh, husband comes in the front door, extra lover leaves out the back door. Oh. A backdoor man will be a guy that comes over and satisfies your wife when you're not home. In her bottom? Yeah. I think that saying that she never, you know, he never sees people leaving by the back door there means that she's she's a whore. She just flaunts it and everybody comes out the front door. Okay. I don't know. Maybe, right. maybe. Yeah, because it's like ragdoll. It's right kind of like starfish, yeah. Yeah, like the girls who starfish, chocolate well, starfish, and the hot dog flavored water. Because chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water, hot dog. <laughs> ben Siller, you're my favorite motherfucker. It's <laughs> a song that he says that in the beginning. Uh, it's one of the songs he says it. It's like it makes really? no sense. Makes no sense. It just opens it up. It's like Ben Stiller, you're my favorite motherfucker. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I wonder oh, if Ben Stiller Brenders. is truly anybody's favorite actor. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just watched there's something week and found him to be insufferable through it. Really? Yeah. That, that whole movie sucks. I'm sorry. That whole movie's <laughs> terrible. What? There's something about up. Mary? Yeah. I don't like I it. Love that movie. I, love I, that movie. I just looked up uh, Fred Durst, and there's a section on his Wikipedia page called Feuds. <laughs> That's got to be yes. the longest section on his fucking page. <laughs> Slipknot. There's like there's seven or eight articles. Eminem. Slipknot. Taproot, System of a Down, Creed, Placebo, Eminem, Shaggy, Too Dope, Trent Reznor, Marilyn Manson, and Puddle of Mud. He had a feud with Shaggy? <laughs> How the fuck do you fight with Shaggy? Shaggy Speaking of Mr. Fantastic. No, Shaggy. There's a Shaggy, Too Dope from Shaggy uh, Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, it's, oh, sh- it's that guy. Shaggy, yes. Too Dope. <laughs> Shag- I thought you meant like Shaggy. Like, oh, oh, wait, that was Snow, wasn't it? No, Shaggy is... If you were to play, you should know how to play. Isn't that him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Could you sing it again? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah. I can't. It was like you. a Jamaican sounding uh, rapper yeah. back in the day. Yeah. got me yeah. on the counter. Wasn't yeah, me. that's what I'm talking about. To be a true player, you should know how to play. <laughs> Wasn't me. Call me Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Spaniastic, <laughs> catch me in the butter, call me Mr. Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were such a fan. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Either that or you had yeah. a lot of now I call that, no, that's what I call music albums from back in the day. Uh, I think it was on like a big shiny tunes or something. <laughs> Mr. Bombastic. Mr. Smelly-Astic. <laughs> what is Mr. Smelly-Astic? <laughs> that? that's actually me i'm sorry smelly oh ass ass dick smelly ass dick it's like chapstick when you farted in it or something uh, all i heard was ass dick oh man what <laughs> if, 
Oh, what if there was a chapstick for your asshole? There probably is a is a you can product probably... out there that like bleaches it. Well, yeah. I mean, they have that. They like have on that... a stick. They have it's the like an armor glue stick. They have the Vaseline that's like got the angled, uh, you know, like applicator. Yeah, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with that applicator. I don't know. I think you should really lube up the thing that's going in more than maybe the thing it's going into. I don't know, because you're going to leave a lot of that at the door. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's why you want to travel late. light. No, I don't. No. <laughs> Whenever you're going up the butt, you always want to travel light, gentlemen. Uh, Shaggy too dope. <laughs> Shaggy too dope. Didn't they retire? Didn't one of them retire because of health conditions or something like that? I'm not sure. I don't know about that because I swear that they're still going. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think they're doing tours anymore, maybe. Because every now and again, they'll pop up in something. Now that we've been talking about it, I'm absolutely positive. Somehow, Google or YouTube or whatever is going to fucking show me that nonstop, even though I didn't type it in anywhere. Yeah, yeah, or it'll show I mean, up in like Reddit or something or on yeah. To to be fair, I think uh a well more respected musician is uh Eminem and he's probably had as many feuds with the same and more people. Yeah. <laughs> like his feuds yeah. though, I feel like have some basis to them. Fred Durst is just swinging at everybody to keep himself relevant. Yeah, like, that's all he was Eminem. doing. Yeah, he but just, Eminem was on the list of the front door speed. He was just so. swinging at Eminem because he's like, "This guy fights with everybody. I guess he'll probably fight with me." Yeah, you know. Yeah, they had a okay. Uh, I listened to a lot of Limp Biscuit in high school. Oh, dude, so I listened to fucking Limp Biscuit all the time when they were popular. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, yeah. it was my that was my shit yeah. on third shift. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that Loverboy song, Turn Me Loose? And then Eminem and Limp Biscuit did a remake of it. Re, 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 remix. But what? it never it it never released because then they had like the but it was recorded and then when it was set to be released, they were already like they already hated each other. <laughs> it doesn't take this, long. There was this Limp Biscuit song where they had uh I think it was they were they took like David Bowie's time and sampled it. Hmm. And, fame, uh, you mean? Fame, fame, yeah. yeah, fame. Yeah, that was that was good though. That was good. I remember. Yeah, that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like. Mean, let's be honest. I liked Kid Rock for a little while when he first came I, out. I never liked until Kid Rock. he turned into a gigantic hick toolbag. Oh wait, he was the whole time. I just wasn't paying attention. I never liked his music. I always thought it was pandering bullshit. Yeah, but that song he did with uh with Cheryl Crow was, you know, was like oh, everywhere. Yeah. And still is. Yeah. I actually least. saw him. I actually yeah. saw him once because I got free tickets to go and um okay. yeah. I'm not. I'm. I'm not really that proud of that. But uh, I saw Kid Rock. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, going to see live music is like an experience, unless that band is like, literally, like demanding that all of its audience throw the fucking Sig Heil or some shit. Well, I wouldn't put it past him now. 
Well, no, but uh, my point is that it I'll go see awful. a band I might not like just to say I went to go see that band because maybe maybe I don't like the band, but I can appro I can appreciate the show. The only way that I would do that is if a band that I really wanted to see was playing. Like I'm not a huge fan yeah. of Black Label Society. Okay, I'm not. But I'm they were playing with Anthrax, so I saw them. Okay, because I had to in order to see Anthrax. You know, like that, that makes sense to me. But if it was just like, oh, hey, Black Label Society's playing at a club nearby and tickets aren't that expensive, you want to go? I'd be like, "Eh, no, (laughs) probably not. Although I might be tempted because maybe one of the opening acts would be really good. That happens sometimes. It's it's, it's like seeing going to the theater because you have free movie tickets. You know, it's like, well, at least the trailers might be cool. You know, even if the movie ends up sucking. You know, I didn't pay anything for it. So what I'm saying is if someone gave me tickets to a show, like, hey, this weekend, I don't know, let me think of like a band. Oh, like Chick 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 is this... playing or something like don't that. Don't even know what that is. I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of Chick Chick Chick. They're pretty good. They they're they've got a couple know. of good songs. So I'd go to the show, you know, maybe I'd become a bigger fan as a result. You you sometimes you find the best content like at shows you know like they play their best songs not their radio songs like the songs that everyone wants to hear are the ones they play at shows for the most part especially if it's an indie band like that but what were you gonna say brandon Uh, i went to this concert last weekend and the opening band every song it was like i guess like hard rock, maybe metal, hard rock, like heavy rock, uh, like modern day-ish, not that great kind of derivative. But every song, every song, the lead singer just like had bagpipes the entire time and just like inserted them wherever he wanted. <laughs> no, I and feel then, like that could be awesome or really fucking bad. Like, it was rather awesome. obnoxious after a, like, it was like, oh, this is inventive, like bagpipes. But then, uh, and then I was thinking about uh, ACDC the entire time. Well, yeah, naturally, if you're going to think of bagpipes in a rock song, you're going to think of ACDC. Yes, yeah. yes. And then so, and so they're like, we have one last song, and then they play a fucking cover of "It's a Long Way to the Top" if you want to rock and roll. Well, I was like, this guy just had bagpipes full the entire circle. time. Just so he can play that song. <laughs> I was like, it's not it's not special when you just inserted bagpipes the last 20 songs and are now like it was the only concert songs. I've gone to where I think the opening band was absolutely fucking terrible and unlistenable was when we went to see Primus. They had like some band open up for them that sounded like they were just beating pots and pans and shit. I don't even know how to fucking describe it. It was like the worst in non-musical thing I've ever listened to. What did you think of the opening acts for uh, when we went to go see Dead Milkman? I it wasn't really my thing, but I liked the I, first band. But I wouldn't say that I didn't like it. It wasn't really what I listened to, but it still had musicality too. Like it still had a beat. It still had things yeah. I could recognize and appreciate. This other band, it did not. It was like dumping out right. the recycling bin on the street. Is you know, what it sounded like <laughs> over and over again. We we yeah. There are some uh, artists who are incredible, but then they have just sort of 
there i'll give you an example my one of my favorite musicians of all time is mike Patton. no uh yeah obviously no. you know that probably most i've never listeners. heard that before well most of the listeners probably know but even yeah. if they didn't know now they do um and one of my patents <laughs> beautiful yeah listeners well i don't want to call them fans like you know audience i think he whatever. was just implying listener is probably more accurate yeah there's probably not there's not many there's not many people are like gary I'm, jimmy we know you're listening <laughs> i listen some like some not as much recently that that's great to admit to us while you're on the show with us thanks thanks. what were you going to say now tom i don't want to listen to this guy anymore Uh, (laughs) (laughs) well i don't fucking remember anymore i Uh, i don't even know that i can give you a clue as to what you were saying that's how unimportant it was mike patton oh mike patton yeah um now, Mike Patton has so many great like projects and side bands and stuff that he's produced and all this. You're like, the man can't do anything wrong. The guy is just a genius. I'm going to pick up a solo album. I have problems with Mike Patton now. Yeah. <laughs> he is such an asshole that he puts out an entire album. And this is what it is. Oh. He's doing, he's doing like doing like throat singing yeah it's no no shit that's exactly what it is it's all kinds of just vocal noise and garbage i used to know a waiter named mike Patton who would eat salads on the toilet in the bathroom during his lunch break (laughs) are you sure it wasn't the real guy yeah it was the guy he looked like uh, he looked like jim j bullock but his name was mike Patton. and (laughs) like um, i'm i hope he never hears this (laughs) <laughs> i don't think he will but uh, uh yeah maybe used to, eat, to, used to eat salads on the toilet in the employee men's room during his lunch break i'm sure my brother's gagging right now thinking about that <laughs> we're, we're talking about you mike Patton, <laughs> not the famous one no a private citizen <laughs> well the famous one for eating uh salads on the back you are now to all not six people toilet. Who listen to this? <laughs> All six. That's a pretty fucking generous number. <laughs> it's now five because I haven't listened in a while. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not listening to it. So <laughs> my no. mom lost interest oh. when we stopped talking politics again. <laughs> um, you win some, you no, lose some, you know what I mean? A- that's the problem because Mike Patton is, had no one to filter his ideas, right? Yeah. It was only him. You're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. And you were, when you're surrounded with nothing, yeah. you're left to your own devices and uh, I feel really I, an idea. I feel kinda like, like uh, uh, okay, I'm going to go make another wrestling analogy, which Mike may appreciate is so you know have you okay that aw mm-hmm. that is now out which is a new wrestling company and everyone was like it's going to be so much better than so tom for context wwe has been the main wrestling company like since they bought out the competition in 2002 okay. so then this new you company, might remember them as wwf <laughs> before the world wildlife federation sued yes, them yes 
Yes. Okay. So then this new wrestling company was being launched by this billionaire about two years ago. Everyone was super excited. They're like, it's finally going to be competition. Uh, both both companies should become better. And a lot of uh, wrestlers who were jaded of the system of the WWE then jumped ship over this new company. And everyone was like, yeah, great, great. This guy's awesome. And then this AEW has no WWE is very formatted. Obviously they're like an institution. It's like McDonald's, you know what you're going to get. Right. Literally. Yeah. Then, yeah. And then AEW is like, Oh, there's no format. It's going to be, these guys are going to be able to let loose with all their ideas. And it's been absolutely fucking as much horrendous. as you can with predetermined outcomes. <laughs> yeah. And it's been, it's been mostly horrendous. Like it's been mostly pretty fucking terrible. And all these guys who jumped ship who were great in WWE have completely shit the bed. And it's like, wow, you you realize like Tony Khan knows nothing about running a wrestling organization. And that's what the big problem is. Yes. Well, he knows nothing about um, other than like, playing with auction figures. (laughs) He also owns like, this is my idea for a match. You guys. And he's wrestling the figures together. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much like it's like a it's like an overgrown toddler that's like this is how it goes. You go like this, and you go like this. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyways, it's like uh, everyone thought these wrestlers were going to be great. That have been great in WWE, and then without anyone telling them no. They've completely shit the bed. So it's like, you think this guy's amazing. And then you realize when he's by himself and no one's here to say no to his actually shit ideas. And everything is just unfiltered that it's like, all right, he's just another person who occasionally has moments of brilliance. Oh, that reminds me of a good example, too. Uh, Megadeth, amazing band. Great musicianship. Dave Mustaine, amazing fucking guitarist, you know, and and mine behind some of the greatest metal music ever made. But Good vocalist, too. I would he say. went I like and remastered a bunch of Megadeth stuff like back in the early 2000s and made it sound fucking horrible. Really? <laughs> like he didn't have anybody telling him, hey, just leave it the fuck alone. It sounds great just the way it is. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, like, if you get you get get a chance to listen to uh, Rust in Peace would probably be the best example of it that you'll hear it the most on. Listen to the remastered version of that album if you can find it. I'm sure it I can. Is fucking dreadful. Like it's palpable. Agree? It's noticeable that he changed things and like dropped bass stuff down, changed the the singing on it. And like the singing was never super to begin with. And like the earlier albums, the singing was kind of suspect, maybe, but he made it worse somehow. All right, I'm looking now on like Spotify. it was just bad. Don't Spotify off shit. <laughs> hmm? Spotify often Don't- has like double versions or or oh yeah a lot of times they do like oh yeah a lot of the megadust stuff you can't get anything but the remastered shit now yeah on spotify unfortunately well it's just like george lucas it's the same fucking thing yeah yeah no one to say no yeah when you have nobody telling you don't do that (laughs) you know uh it's you know usually doesn't turn out great yeah 
Yeah, I found that I found euthanasia. Rust in Peace is the one where it's the most obvious. I think euthanasia, he was starting to, you know, he I think he was more satisfied with that, but it just like I'm gonna he redid entire songs and like they were just they sounded worse. I don't know how he could fuck them up and be like, this sounds better. I'm a purist when it comes to my music that I listen to. I like the original versions of stuff. And if somebody remakes something, I want it to sound just like the original does. Like it makes it difficult. Well, I like, I like it when people do covers and make it their own. Like when they take, I like it to me, it's just like an homage to the artist. Like if you're trying to do a cover, you should sort of kind of give it some flavor, you know, make it, make it unique. If it sounds exactly, exactly like the original artist, what the hell's the point of doing it? I don't know. That's don't like, do it then. It's like <laughs> no, it's like trying Stop to stop remaking my music. Damn it. It's like trying to, it's an homage. It's just an homage. It's like trying it, the difference between painting the Mona Lisa and painting over the Mona Lisa. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Sure. Mm. So, yeah. you know, no one's painting over the Mona Lisa here. No one's taking away the original song. It's not like what Doug, Dave Mustaine or George Lucas did. You know, or George Dumb. Lucas like... <laughs> it's his cousin. He's a real dick. Dave Mustard. <laughs> Dave Mustard Sane and George Lucas. <laughs> Doug Mustard Sane. Doug Mustard Sane. <laughs> 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 He's the one that remastered all those albums. That's why they sound that way. Fucker. <laughs> He got right past security with that name. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're the guy from Megadeth, Doug Mustard Stain. (laughs) (laughs) Dave Mustard Stain from from Alta Darth. (laughs) Megadarth. Ultra Darth. Uber Darth. That passes the test. Uh, uh, (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh I think uh I think we've hit the uh breaking point. We have definitely hit the breaking point. Get out of my backyard. <laughs> what are you doing out there? Quit going through my trash. <laughs> Have I ever told the story of the poop sock girl? I, I don't remember it. 
So there was this girl on a uh, forum I used to like to go to. That's a great story and all, but uh, I gotta <laughs> wrap this up like a come cry in a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Story Time with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we do. Holy shit. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. <laughs> giving it to you like the absurd way that we just totally fucked up the end of the show. I don't even know what to say about that. I forgot what the thing was. <laughs> <laughs>